Good morning, Sunday, the 19th of February. At 2-1 and one on the podcast yesterday, 7-5 and five overall, That the rest of them at Patreon. And, of course, it could have gone either way. The uh, Kings came through for us for that parlay in hockey, although it didn't seem like it'd be a sweat. Kings were up 5-1, to 5-1 to one after one period. Should have been able to walk home with that. Had to win it in a shootout at the end, past overtime at 6-5. to five. That gave us two to one on the podcast. The basketball split with USC getting it done pretty convincingly, but Dartmouth laying an egg. All right, so segue from that hockey into today. I'll give you a hockey pick today. Going to go with Arizona minus 120. I know it's kind of scary. Laying juice with Arizona. Arizona of all teams, one of the worst teams in hockey. But you know what's deceptive? They're actually a good team at home. 12, 8, and 2 at home. They have not played a lot of home games as they had issues with uh, scheduling on their, making their new uh, new arena. So they started the season on a huge road run, which of course would hurt any team. They knew they weren't probably going to go too far today this year. But uh, again, they're good at home. So their opponent, Columbus, loses 2 out of 3 on the road. Now Columbus... Gave us our only loss yesterday in hockey. Now, again, you had the parlay on this podcast in hockey. We had a lot of hockey plays yesterday at uh, Patreon. And uh, unfortunately, Columbus, we had Dallas, and Dallas didn't show up. They lost 4-1 to one to Columbus. So Columbus handed us our only loss yesterday in hockey. Had five teams on the right side. And that conglomeration of different ways to bet that it is, but uh, it wasn't necessarily a 5-1 day over there, but it's five winning teams out of six that were picked. Uh, but it was a good day in hockey for sure, 3-1 and one actually. Now, uh, Arizona minus 120. So you've got, uh, you've got Ingram expected in goal. Now, uh, Vemelka was the original goal yesterday, and he gave up those five goals in the first period. They pulled him, put Ingram in there. He didn't give up anything else until the shootout, which doesn't count against him as it's not traditional hockey. In goal for Columbus, though, is what we really like. <laughs> yeah, he's got a 4.28 goals against average and a save percentage of .873, which is just horrible. But yeah, Merzlikens for Columbus is expected in goal, and he is terrible. So that's a dream situation. Don't know if we're going to get Ingram for sure. He's expected, and of course he had a, he played last night, so that's not ideal. Didn't play the whole game though. And if uh, Vemelka is in, that's not necessarily ideal for the hot hand, but maybe it's a prove yourself situation. But we're looking at Ingram in goal. Either way, it is a play on Arizona. Arizona minus one twenty. Over Columbus, both teams played yesterday. Both have tired legs in theory. The goalie situation is we have expected goalies, and I think the expectations will come to fruition, and it should work in our favor. And just in general, Arizona is actually a decent team at home, and Columbus is terrible on the road. So there's the play in hockey. Arizona minus 120 just win the game. Overtime, shootout, whatever it is. Now, there are a total of six games in college basketball. I'm going to give the first one out. It's a 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern time, 11 and noon for the other two 
time zones in the United States, well, the continental United States, I should say anyway. Uh, we're going to go with an over in IUPUI visiting Detroit, Detroit Mercy. We're going to go over 150.5 for this game. This is interesting in that both teams have been just leaky sieves of late. They're giving up, is it 91 for IUPUI and 80? We're just rounding here for Detroit. So if you're scoring defense alone in our last three games each, you're looking at 171 points. If you go to the last five games and throw out highs and lows, you're still in that 154 range. And we need 151. We need over 150.5. There's other factors involved here, though. Uh, Detroit is feeding Antoine Davis, the son of the coach, Mike Davis, feeding him to try to get the all-time collegiate scoring record, all-time scoring record. That, that would be breaking Pistol Pete Maravich's scoring record, all-time points. Now we're talking. Now let's not talk about uh, average points per game, which there's no comparison. You could, you know, you could you could ignore this. It's still a record that's about that could be broken. I think he needs 155 points. He's got three regular season games and whatever, however long they can last in their Horizon League tournament. So he's gonna, it's gonna be close, and so you know they're gonna be feeding him, which will lead to higher scoring, less defensive games. So that's really important part of this. It's not something you typically would be handicapping a game by, but it's important here. Just for the record, uh, Pistol Pete total college games, 83. 83 total games. Antoine Davis, 139 and counting. Yeah, there's no comparison, but points are points. I guess you could call it that. So anyway, IUPUI in Detroit, over 150.5. It should clear that pretty easily, I think, today. That is the earliest game that I have. I have five other games over at Patreon. Um, should I give another one out of there? Let me just do the later game. UNLV at Boise. Actually, yeah, no. I'm going to give Iowa at Northwestern. It's not necessarily the best play of the college slate, but I think it's a matchup situation that's worth noting. If you look at both of these teams, Iowa it's at Northwestern, by the way, Iowa played and won at home and very, very easily, very easily. So what should we expect in this new matchup? Revenge for Northwestern? You could think that, but Iowa's been slaughtering them of late. Both these coaches have long tenures. I think McCaffrey, 13, and uh, uh, Chris, uh, what's his face, over at Northwestern has 10 seasons. Name name uh, freeze there. But uh, a decade each, each and more. So they know each other. And the styles don't match up very well in the favor of Northwestern. They work in the favor of Iowa. Iowa is more of an exciting... It's exciting basketball to watch, really. Regardless of who you root for, you can't really deny the style is pretty exciting there. Northwestern's more of a plotting type style. And that's working for them. They just beat Purdue. And then they just beat Indiana. Those are two really good wins. And actually... They got four good wins in a row after that's uh, six games ago. Iowa slaughtered them. Then they lost yeah, pretty well to Michigan. 
and then from there they've been playing pretty well so that's dangerous there's no you can't just ignore that Iowa on the other hand has really been playing well as additionally they, they just not, not that Ohio State's the best team in the in the country but by far or not not even close to the Big Ten's upper division but Iowa really just looked dominant against them that's the most recent game that they played but really what we're looking at here is the matchup difference, how these two teams match up. It's Iowa all day. Iowa is a minus one favorite. Now most of it's one and a half. You still can get it at one if you want to shop around. I'm not trying to sell any individual books, so I'll just not mention that right now. But uh, they can pay me if they want, and even then I would feel kind of dirty. But uh, that's why we don't do that here. But uh, Iowa minus one. Probably can, you know, you could play them at minus one and a half, or you could just play them on the money line. Any of those options. Minus one is the best bet, because you don't want to lay a lot of juice. And it could be, you would think, it could be a close game. But when all when push comes to shove, let me break that down, what I just said there, because Iowa's been slaughtering them in all their recent matchups. When it comes right down to it, the numbers indicate Iowa's just like two and a half points better, two to three points better on neutral territory. This is a this is a Northwestern, so it's almost a toss up. Essentially, it's a toss up, and that's why I was saying you could play either way. You could take Iowa money line, Iowa minus one, Iowa minus one and a half. I like minus one because you're playing stand, paying standard juice, and then if Iowa just wins by one, you don't lose anything. Whereas the one and a half can burn you a little bit there. And, of course, the money line gives you a win at a one-point Iowa victory, but you're paying extra juice if they happen to lose. So I like minus one the best, but all three of those have value. Now, that being said, again, I don't think it's a close game. The numbers averaged out and the way Northwestern's playing calls it a close game. But we're not going strictly numbers here. Like I said earlier, it's a, it's a matchup play. Iowa owns Northwestern. Yes, that'll Iowa will lose at some point. And when you've got it at Northwestern and Northwestern playing well, this is the best team they've had in a long, long time, this could be that time. Yes, it could be. But this hasn't changed this season when Iowa, again, already crushed them earlier in Iowa. The matchup favors of these two teams favors Iowa, so that's the play. So you've got Detroit and IUPUI over 150.5. You've got Iowa Hawkeyes minus one. And you've got Arizona Coyotes in the uh, NHL. At just money line at minus 120. And let's keep the winning going. Good luck.